Welcome to the Not Safe for Work podcast. My name is Matt Brufy. I'm your host. I'm joined by my co-host, Joe Zapor. Yo, yo. And Jared Hodges. What's going on? Today we have a special guest. We have Lauren Carraza, originally from Egg Harbor Township, but living in Orlando now. Recent college graduate of the University of Central Florida. <laughs> and an aspiring Instagram viral shuffle dancer. Hello. How you doing, Lauren? I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad you can make it. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to have you on the podcast today because, you know, we all grew up together, so we all follow you on social media, and we saw the things that you've been doing recently with your dancing, and when we saw it, like I said, at first we thought it was cool, but then we figured there has to be a story behind this, there has to be something, a goal that she's shooting for, there has to be, you know, an end game to what she's trying to do here. So our curiosity got the better of us, and we had to ask you to come on. Yeah, definitely. I'd be happy to share mm-hmm. why I do shuffling, why I dance. Um, honestly, I've always been a dancer. I've always loved dance, but when I went off to college, you know, it was it was college. You know, I was studying physical therapy, and that's all I knew. But once I graduated, um, and I was big in the rave scene, like I love festivals and. The more I experience festivals, I see these people shuffling around me. I'm like, yo, like I have to do this. I have to learn that. Mm-hmm. Um, so really just seeing people shuffle on my newsfeed at festivals really inspired me to like get back into dance and to learn a style that I never like practice or like knew before. Um, so then I started listening. Well, Cascade is like huge to me, so his um, song Show of Hands came on one time while in the car driving downtown Orlando to go out, and it came on, and I was like, holy shit, like the drop, if you ever hear the song, the drop is insane, and I'm like, I need to learn how to dance to this tomorrow, like there's no if ands, or buts, like I'm learning how to dance to this, and... I knew that entailed shuffling. Like I, kn- I knew like I had to learn something else. So then the following morning I woke up and I opened up YouTube and I literally learned how to shuffle within eight hours, just the basic running man and T-step. Um, and ever since then it's been history. So I've, I've met a lot of shufflers within the community. Um, for example, Lena Cruz, Vanessa Secco, Tupole Billy, and just see, meeting them and seeing that you know they they are normal people and they they had the same passion as me. We really just connected on a level and hearing their experiences as a shuffler where they're making money from it, right. just doing what they love, and that's what I want to inspire people to do. Which is what my Instagram is mainly about is just doing what the hell I want to do, you know, and right. finding a way to make money from right. it. Right, to be able like, to make a living doing everybody's it. Everybody's like, use your degree, use your degree, like, you'll get health <laughs> benefits, this and that. I'm like, no, I don't, I'm not happy. Like, if I wanted to do that, I'd be in grad school right now. But right. I don't want to pursue that anymore. Like, dance is where my heart is, and I'm going to do everything I can to become better at it and potentially start, you know, making a business out of it. Yeah, so that was a very interesting topic you brought up for uh, the business aspect of, you know, social media, you know, pre-social media, it was really hard to make yourself an actual brand. Like nowadays you can make 
literally in Instagram, whether it's fitness, dance, what you do, and literally Gaming. just it's basically just like vlogging your life. Right. You're just like oh, yeah. putting yourself on a camera and going to all these cool places and people will literally watch you and follow you. And mm -hmm. then with a certain amount of followers you get you'll probably get like a contract or something mm -hmm. like that. So it's I think huge marketing it's tool, huge. Sure. Oh, it's yeah. so big. And that's something that a lot of kids are doing now is entering Instagram, primarily Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. Not much Twitter. I don't really see too, too much on Twitter. It seems to well, primarily go off Instagram. I'm looking at the numbers right now and the, the, the users on Instagram and tw on YouTube are a hell of a lot higher than on Twitter. I think there's like yeah. 330,000 on uh, Twitter, but there's like, yeah. Oh yeah, YouTube and Instagram are like the money makers, mm -hmm. and Facebook. Facebook, yeah. believe a it or not, Facebook Still. is Fa it. Facebook's For the got the most. Facebook's got two billion, I think. Two point zero seven two billion on Facebook. Facebook still breaks it. You know what I see a trend too? Like, you, like females have such an edge in this like social media Instagram thing. Because yeah. even when, well, it, when it I look at the, when I look at the fitness industry. Dude, I see so many fucking hot girls on there. I'm just like, holy shit. So now, you know, before Instagram, you know, when we're in middle school, if a girl posted a picture of, like, her butt, and it's like, oh, my God, like, she's a slut, <laughs> you know? Like, basically, and nowadays... Like if you it's, if you post that oh it's for it she's doing it for it's business normalized, yeah. it's normalized and I yeah. think that I mean I'm not complaining as a guy you know you go on your feet it's like oh wow she has a good workout routine like you know yeah. you know what I'm saying but it's so it's so good because you know you're you're bringing out like the one percent of like hot hot girls that are doing this and they I think they got an edge with this uh this, this marketing tool like obviously being attractive helps you in a business like that but like dancing it's a good it's a, it's a good edge. Right. It really is a good edge. We're being honest here. Well, it depends. Though. I don't think it takes away from the skill. No, absolutely. Uh, uh, but I, think I, have, I have a lot of critiques about the fitness industry. But no, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I don't think. Well, um, the problem, too, that arises with, with that is now that there's so many people doing it, like, is it harder to create a name for yourself when there's so many people trying to, to come out and create the same brand that you're trying to do. It's oh, become yeah. it's become so competitive that it's it difficult is. to get your name out there. It is, and I feel like there's a lot of people who like put themselves out there to try things because they see other people doing it, but those are the ones who fail because right. they're only doing it to follow them and right. not do it because there's passion behind it. Right. But if you, so like social media, you should use social media to really express and put out like your passions or your talents. Like if you're a good artist, like a, like a painter, you should be putting out like a new, like getting your name out yeah, there. Like a new mm -hmm. portrait that you painted like right. every week right. and then tagging like, your biggest artist inspos, you know? Right. And I don't know, like Instagram is just huge. YouTube is huge for monetizing like your, like, your brand. Your talent. Your brand. Your, yeah. You know what's sure. amazing? Cause it's kind of cutting out like the traditional, you know, get good grades in high school, right, go, go to college, college get, get a job. Work the nine to five. Now yeah. we got something interesting where you literally just post yourself on social media. And if you have a good personality, good looks, right. Dude, you can make a freaking living at it. And, and if you're passionate about right. it, that, if you're passionate, it'll show. That's, that's and that's what thing. separates, you know, the losers from the winners. winners from the losers. Yeah. Well, so. like with you, Lauren, one thing I noticed that I never noticed anywhere else was obviously there's things like you see people posting about gaming or they're posting about whatever. Mm -hmm. I'd never seen shuffling unless it was like I went to EDC New York a couple years ago. It was the only place I ever saw it. Mm -hmm. I'd never seen it on an online platform like you're doing it, consistent videos, you know. 
anybody taking it to like a business venture that it sounds like you're trying to do. Can you like explain when you got to that moment when you knew that was what you wanted to do? Um, I think the moment I realized that's what I wanted to do is when I resigned from my position as a VIP manager at a nightclub, which I was on salary. I was making phenomenal money, but I, I, I was unhappy. Yeah. I was like so unhappy at what I was doing, the mm. hours, um, and it was just taking a toll on my body. So then I, six months later, actually seven now, I still have no job, and I'm like, yo, I do not want to go back to work. Like, there's no fucking way my ass is going back to work, working terrible hours, right like beating myself up and doing something I don't want to do. Right. Like regardless of the degree I have. Um, so I'm like, so I literally pulled out a pen and paper and I wrote down everything I love. You know, makeup, champagne, I'm a big champagne girl. <laughs> <laughs> Dance, um, you know, my dog. Like, And it just started like, like spewing ideas. Right. And then I started researching like, and hearing, I read a lot of books too. So like reading about like the social media, um, like time that we're in and really taking like utilizing it and then meeting I've met so many DJs just from traveling like to festivals for the past six months while not working and just enjoying my time and I used to want to like DJ like I've always had a passion for like EDM music so like meeting Nightmare meeting Joyride meeting you know Jaws like all these DJs I'm like yo they are some regular ass people. They started mm -hmm. somewhere and they made their passion into a, a, a career. And I said, why can't I do that? Like, it's not too late. Um, so I just started taking action. And then I started, you know, once I did start putting myself out there more for shuffling, then I started becoming, you know, a part of the shuffling community. Like, like all shufflers are following me now. I follow them. We give love. We give respect. And it's honestly, like, the greatest community to be a part of, too, because everybody's just so loving, and we all have the same passion for, like, same interest for our passion. So then, like, hanging out with these shufflers who are big time, right. who have, like, grew up, like, were my inspos, um, hanging out with them and them telling me like, oh, like, yeah, I make 10 grand a month shuffling. I'm like, yo, what? Awesome, right? What'd you just say? Right. And then I like ask about it and, you know, it's it started from them just becoming good at something that they love, putting themselves out there for it and then getting discovered. You know, it starts with brands reaching out to you to rock their clothing. It, it starts with DJs reaching out to you to dance to their song to for you to tag them. And they're paying you just to shuffle to their song because they're trying to, you know, they see, oh, she has a certain amount of followers. She's good at dancing. She dances to the music that I make. Let me send her my song for some money and she's going to post it for her 14,000 followers right. to see, you know. Right. So, like, there is money in, like, pretty much everything on social media. So then I started putting like everything together. I'm like, yo, it's time to get a roll on this. Like right. it's, it's time to like s improve my dancing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And earlier when we talked, you were like skeptical to, to mention the whole follower aspect. But I think when it comes to so building a brand on social media and, and mm -hmm. turning it into a business, the follower aspect is a big part of doing that, you know, getting getting your, your passion yeah. out there, you know. And um, I guess my question is, is there any, anything specific that you do to, to expand your following? Just be authentic, you know, like be real with your followers. Don't be somebody that you're not. Um, and that's, you know, I'm going for something that I love. So like people are drawn to it, you know, they 
they're like, oh, I know her. Like, this is what she's doing with her life now. Like, she's dancing. What? Yeah. She just graduated from UCF, with, you know, in sports and exercise science and was a VIP manager at a nightclub. Now right. she's dancing. Like, so, like, just be real, you know? Yeah, and I think that's one thing that gives you the an edge you know on the market and you talked about your passion for it and you mm -hmm. talked about the authenticity that that you have for what you do and, and you talked about how much you love it so much versus these other people that are doing it to follow the people that that inspire them or whatever mm -hmm. reasons they don't have the same pure motives that you have which gives you a big advantage yeah. and i think that's part of the reason you're growing so fast as well yeah no definitely and my question is how does um for a new person get on because i've seen you in pictures with like these big djs mm -hmm. how did you do that how did you finesse that um so <laughs> honestly like i love to connect with people like throughout my whole like the last five years of working in the entertainment industry you know being a vip manager at a nightclub we have these djs come in and you know i have clients my girls have clients who come in and they're big time so I'm the one who goes over there, introduces myself, give them my number. I'm I'm big at connecting. Like I love to connect with people. So it came to the point where I connected with somebody who is actually um, the music producer and manager for Good Vibrations, and from there it was just a history. I got invited to attend the festivals where um, the artists, a part of Good Vibrations, were playing, such as Nightmare, um, Joyride. Um, who else is on it? Slander. Um, so like being able to attend their festivals where they're attending, where they have artist guest passes, I took that advantage and I joined them backstage. So, and then backstage you meet more artists and DJs that are back there about to go on. Um, so yeah, I'm just lucky, but it's all from what I was set out to do was to connect with people, you know, like right. I put myself out there say hi I think start a conversation yeah that's like the, <laughs> the hardest thing but about getting into anything is getting your foot in the door mm -hmm. and getting your name recognized with anything in life you go for a job you got to get your foot in the door make a good impression you got to go meet djs make a good impression mm -hmm. on them you know yeah do what you got to do so they can give you a shout out and then oh my god who's this girl checks out your page and it just it's just uh, and then you get to teach them about shuffling and these DJs have like no idea what shuffling is I'm like yo if you need a shuffler on your stage you know who to contact <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's cool to even talk about it with them and talk music with them because I have such a love for EDM music too like house deep house techno trance like I'm all about that so do you think the EDM is still growing? Is it is it still growing like uh, music genre, mm -hmm. or is it kind of like fading now? Because I remember back in the early days of our high school, it was like wow, like everybody listened to it. Mm -hmm. We go to house parties, it'd be playing all the time. Do you think it's still growing, or is it oh, kind of yeah. like pla it you see like still, a plateau a little bit? I think it's still growing, honestly. Like there's so many genres out there now within EDM. Like it's insane. Um, like there's. Ha like house trap yeah like uh, trap house like electro there like, really so is many like so many genres and like you can totally like tell the difference like from all the genres and to hear like new things i still hear new things you know so what's i'm that, just what's that one is like hard style oh, is yeah. that a, is that a genre? because that's the that's the og like edm i would listen to back in like seventh grade hard style uh, to me huge for hard style hard style and then like 
house music is like real cool. Like there's, right. you know, there's soothing. Like, and there's, you know, what's funny? There's no words to the song sometimes, and it's just you're, li- and you can still vibe to it. That's yeah. that's the difference I got out of EDM versus like country music versus right. rap. Like they give you a, a different feel, and it's funny how you can connect with lyrics and. You don't need lyrics at all to connect with a song and connect with other people. Well, that's definitely and how I love I am. that about EDM. And a lot of people, a lot of people don't like EDM. Either. Oh, you listen to that shit? I'm like, yeah, I listen to that shit because I love it. It's like you don't don't knock it till you try it. Right. And I I can feel that's how I am. I'm such like a beat girl. Like when I first hear a song, whether it's from Drake, Lil Wayne, like you know, I fall in love with the beat first. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't or even I know what their lyrics ha- are saying. Always and I'm right. like, that. 100 percent agree. If it's a good you. beat, I like it. Yeah, you like, know. I remember like Diplo. Diplo was a like a big one. I was like, put your back in it. Put your put your back in it. Like, that was like the first one. I was like, yo, this shit's hot. Like, I love this shit. Express yourself. Yeah, yeah, express yourself. There you go. That's like the like OG love. Yeah. It. So, so one of the things that I notice about your post is that you'll. It seems like you do this basically anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like the other day you were on the Ocean City Boardwalk doing it, people just walking by and you're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Was that something that was hard to approach at first, doing it out in the open in front of strangers? I and- gave you props. That takes yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's what I was thinking. Balls. I did it at SeaWorld in Florida and Disney, and that's when I like was like, this is the perfect time to just step out of, outside of my comfort zone. Right. Like there's so many people here, but... Like, there's so many people who also don't know what I'm doing. And Mm -hmm. then it makes them curious. Like, what is she doing? And then, like, they'll come around and, like, watch and record. And then when I'm done, like, they're clapping. It's honestly, like, so – it's an awesome feeling. Right. Um, And then, like, you get to explain what you're doing. Right. And it's, like, it's cool that, like, I love something so much that there's so many people out there who don't have any knowledge on it. Right. And then I get to be the one to explain it to them. Um, but yeah, it was definitely, um, nerve wracking to do it for sure. I was like, I, the people I'm with usually encourage me, yo, Lauren, like you should shuffle right here. I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> like, do you see how many people are out here right now? <laughs> like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. You're right. And then <laughs> you have some stickers like this. Like, hey, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> no, <laughs> Lauren Krasner. I should, so. right? I should. No, but it's so much fun. Like the more people, the better, honestly. Yeah, definitely. All publicity is good publicity, right? Right. So, I guess I, I was going to ask you too, like when you're doing those recordings out in public, do, do people come up? Do you give them your social media information to go follow to follow you and things like that? Um, no, we don't really get that deep into conversation. Um, it's usually, oh my god, you're so awesome! <laughs> like, keep doing you. Like, what is that? Right. And then it's me explaining them, just saying <laughs> thank you, like appreciate your love. Um, but you should see it like festivals. Yeah. Like they have shuffle meetups. Like there's a thing called shuffle meetups where like a certain set, for example, like Chami, um, they'll meet like at a specific area, far left corner, all the way in the back. And there's like 50 people there just in a huge circle. You would think like a mosh pit is about to go- happen, but it's just shufflers getting to showcase their talent, you know, like, right. and everybody's just expressing love gratitude it's the best and i joined my first um shuffle meetup at electric zoo this um 2018 in new york and it was awesome i got to meet and some of the biggest shufflers in the world are a part of that circle you know like around and you get to meet like the biggest shufflers i got to meet 
inspos it's such a cool feeling and to see them cheer you on while you're in the circle mm -hmm. like in the middle of chami's set is like surreal and that was one thing that i think you kind of mentioned as well is like just as far as the whole edm field and shuffling environment that you're mm -hmm. around there's so much love and support between one another that that's not like any other field and, and ma it makes it that much easier to, to then create a brand on social media with oh, everybody yeah. shouting you out and things like that and, and showing a lot of love towards you, which, mm -hmm. it, which isn't necessarily the case in a lot of other fields that, that people try to make brands with through social mm -hmm. media. Definitely. So I how big is this internationally? Is this, you know, is it most popular here, but is it growing? No, it's huge in like... Europe. Yeah, Europe it's is like, huge. It started, it started in Europe, like Germany, all those other countries and okay. then it came over to the united states and then you see all these united states mm -hmm. djs coming okay. out now, have you met a lot of people uh, like that from europe or um, asia I don't not even know where. um directly but through social media definitely okay. oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah because we were kind of talking about the evolution of shuffling itself and it's kind of grown with edm um because shuffling only came around in the 90s like i'm looking right now it started in melbourne australia mm -hmm. and it's kind of grown from there and um it's cra it's crazy to see to, to see how how quickly it's evolved with EDM and how many and you talked about how many different styles of, of shuffling there are mm -hmm. and how many different techniques and things like that like you had mentioned when you first started the only thing you learned were the running man and the t-step right mm -hmm. and, and how much how much more have you added to your arsenal since then a lot honestly there you can there's so many different styles on YouTube and it's it's hard to like learn all of them so it's if I were to recommend anything, it would be to learn the running man and the T-step and a few other like steps through YouTube. And then you just freestyle your own. Like, right. honestly, that's just, you just have to make it your own because I know so many different moves, but then when I'm actually dancing, I can't remember any of them. So right. it's like trying to focus on, oh, like do the, um, I can't even think of it. Like the cockroach. <laughs> you know, like, you, you don't think of that while dancing. You're, like, just thinking of the music and how it's, like, reacting with mm -hmm. your body. It's right. hard to, like, remember all the moves. So, honestly, like, it's very difficult to, like, learn moves and, like, imply them within the your freestyle. Right. But it's just all about, like, being comfortable with what you're doing and right. making it your own. Right being open yeah doing your own thing so as far as the business aspect of it do you have a an end game or a goal that you're shooting for is there a next step in your process mm -hmm. um yeah so i want to so i just i'm just like kind of waiting for like a company whether it's a a new company or uh, an established company to like reach out to me they find me on Instagram or YouTube whatever it, it may be mm -hmm. um, and want me a part of their team whether it's like an energy drink whether it's a you know an apparel line right. um, something with DJs right. um, so I'm just kind of like that's kind of my goal right now but then but I'm also like considering like creating my own like agency for shufflers and just starting it myself. <laughs> so we'll see where it goes, but. Well, it's gotta be growing at a crazy rate, right? Yeah, it is. So, so those kind of things have to be coming into play at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know there's a bunch of like shuffle competitions out there, shuffle studios, like dance studios, that's mm -hmm. specifically only for shuffling. So maybe I'll open up my own shuffle studio one day. Um, I don't know, that's still yet to figure out. Um, I'm not making money from shuffling right now other than from like 
small DJs reaching out to me to like shuffle to their music or wear their apparel. Um, But besides that, that's another reason why I want to actually take my videos to YouTube um, so I can start making money from YouTube because I learned one way and it was from YouTube. You know, like I want to do tutorials. I want to teach people. I have so many people ask me like, you need to teach me, you need to teach me. Like even in the middle of a club, I'm like, yo, there's no way I can teach you right now in the middle of a club. (laughs) One, I'm in heels. (laughs) Two, like you can barely hear me and you're drunk. So I'll put out a video (laughs) for you. So what is that like the club scene with it? Are there people that are always coming up to you or are you, I mean, is it more comfortable there? Is it more comfortable out in the street doing it or in a public venue? Yeah. Um, well, you definitely have your group of people who like attend every EDM, um, like club event mm-hmm. to shuffle. Right. Um, and then that's awesome. Like, that's fun. You have like shuffle circles there and yeah. you literally just showcase your shuffling, your freestyle. Right. Um, but it's definitely more comfortable to do it in a club if there's space you right. know, on the dance floor. Is, is it ever like competitive or is it just mainly? <laughs> um, I'm sure it's very competitive. Like, like you, do you ever see a girl, be you're like, the fuck like before you yeah, jump into off. the circle after somebody's already like showcasing their steps, you're like, oh no, like I got I this. Just watch. Like it's my turn up <laughs> next. You know, I'm going to show them the fuck up. <laughs> and then, you know, like yeah. that's your thoughts. You're very competitive, but it's like, right. you know. But there's no judges yeah, there scoring no, or anything like that. No, right? Not at all. Right. I guess your crowd's your judge. If they go, oh, well, I know it. At least in Orlando, the clubs there get pretty packed. You know, it could definitely be difficult to find the space to do it. At least, you know, but but somewhere like a festival where you've got the open space to do it would be a lot easier to Mm -hmm. to create some space to shuffle. Definitely. So, what are some of the events that you um, you like the best? Are they the festivals or just you know big club nights or? Oh, for sure, the festivals. When okay. I'm at a festival, my ass does not stop dancing. I lose, like, 15 pounds one like one weekend at a That's festival. Crazy. I seriously do not stop dancing. Like, everybody around you is dancing. The the music is more amplified. So it's just, And the DJ itself is, like, in front of you. So you're getting to, like, dance to his set or her set, like, you know, live. So, so festivals f- is where it's at. For our, for our viewers that don't know what festivals are there's more than you can do than just dance there too isn't there like usually they have like like an edc they have like a carnival ride or oh yeah like, like what else yeah, can I went you on do a ferris wheel like, when i went there man. yeah right oh, yeah. you went on a ferris wheel like is there anything else you can do because i have i've not been to a festival what's i've been to like Soundgarden little club venues really? but yeah i've never oh been to God. a festival the, i there's got a big so one out of up. the loop Ultra? Ultra in March. No, it might have been Ultra. They had, they had like an art exhibition as well. I don't know if it was Ultra. It was something else. I just saw it on Twitter. I'm not sure, but if you ever get the chance to go to EDC Vegas, you got to go. It's life-changing. I've, yeah, I've heard a lot of good like, things about it. Like, it is huge. The, there's a shit ton of stages, and the stages are so close to each other, but if you're standing at one stage and the other stage is 100 yards away from you, you can't hear any of that music. Like, it's insane. They have so much talent there. Like, I don't even know how to describe the talent. They have a carnival going on at all times. They have everything there. You know, they have a glitter bar. So if you're a girl and you go to a festival and you haven't put on your glitter yet or braided your hair, they have yeah. they have a braiding bar. They have a glitter bar. That's like crazy. It's insane. They have food, cocktails. Um, the talent is insane. 
It's insane. Is the demographic usually consistent? Is it like mostly Young, people in their twenties, and or is there an old motherfucker that just oh, gets no. down? There's the, oh yeah, there's some. Old, there's really? some old groovy people for sure. For sure. I've seen some videos. Wow. I feel like, oh, yeah. I feel like they're on drugs. <laughs> like the whole time. You're <laughs> always just like. I remember like the guys with like the finger finger, the finger lights, oh right? my yeah. god like, yeah. like oh my god oh my god and that's another thing I hate like people who don't know much about festivals or the community like within they all are like like I'm speaking of like people who are only strictly in like rock or hip hop rap R&B they're all I don't like festivals because you have to be on drugs to enjoy it I'm just like no, no. Right. you do not no. well and there's people I, you can also tell there's them. weekends I go and I only drink like beer cocktails right, right. and I have the time of my fucking life right like, there's such like judgmental <laughs> like small-minded people out there yeah, they trying to put a like a reputation on the community and right. you know, it's, it's insane very interesting you could tell them this like why wouldn't you want to go to EDM festival maybe a little motivation is I see some of the outfits male <laughs> and female wear and I'm just like wow <laughs> Yeah. Holy shit! Like, People don't hold back. Is there like is is there some sort of culture behind it? Like it's very it's very sexually appealing. Hey yo, there's a lot of people that dance there. I know. Like it's I haven't it's hit crazy. the gym in like ten months. I swear really? to God, mm-hmm. I haven't You're hit the sta- gym in ten months. Just dancing. Dance is my only form of exercise. Damn. So you, must, you must be gym. dancing a lot then. Yeah. Cause... I do. I dance a lot. <laughs> it's crazy. Man. I do, but also I can't have a shitty back. You right. shitty back. I can't work out with my back, yeah, no. after my car accident. Oh, so that's man. another reason why I, like, retrieved to dance. When did you get in a car accident? Yeah, I didn't know that. Last, last March, five days before my 21st. What did you do? No way. Yeah, I can tell totaled you're my crooked. car. No. <laughs> 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 no, somebody just totally T-boned me. Holy shit. Driver's side? Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did that fuck oh, your birthday God. up? I still went to Miami. <laughs> I was over. pissed. I was pissed. I got drunk as fuck in yeah, Miami say, for my yeah. 21st. I was like, Shuffling it was my brand new off, car too, first oh car. Having been had it for a month. Oh yeah, it was horrible. But now, Damn. at least I'm still able to do like what I love. Right, you know? absolutely. You were talking about like the whole drug and drinking aspect and going to festivals and things like that. Do you, like, because I know a lot of people that use that as, like, festivals at least, as an opportunity to just go and get shit-faced, you know? They're not there for the right reasons. Do you run into people like that? Do you... Is, do you... Um, I definitely run into people who are too fucked up, and they're falling all over me during a set, and I'm just right. like, I brush it off, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it gets to the best of them sometimes, but every, usually... I don't see people spending the money on festivals if they don't want to be there. You know, right. like, festivals aren't cheap. I was going to say, some, some of those no. festivals are expensive as fuck. Yeah, so, like, my I have plenty of friends, like, in Orlando who are only, like, like they cannot stand EDM. Like, they don't like the bump. Boom, boom, boom. Like, they just can't right. do it. Right. And they, you'll never see them at a festival just because mm. they won't, you know, invest in something they don't enjoy. Right. So, usually, I like to think... Or at least I do see, like, everybody that is at the festival, they are there f- because they have uh, some sort of interest in it. Right. Even that, like, financially. Like, you, met, you we brought up the, fina- like, the financial to get to these festivals. Like, right. I know, like, Ultra's, like, three, $400 a ticket. Yeah. And especially for you who's starting out, mm-hmm. like, you mentioned you don't work right now. 
and you go to these festivals, it's just, mm-hmm. and you need to go to these festivals in order to promote your page. Right. And so do you, do you have like certain connections that are like, Hey, we can get you into the festival for free because you have X amount of followers. Like, you know, you can promote, like you can promote ultra. What do you do to finesse your way in there? Like you well, have to make some sort of like I said, um, like something's on a side or something like that. Yeah. Like I said, I, I have like been a part of a few opportunities where I have gone to festivals for free, like with the artists, um, and got like on their guest lists. Um, but there's also like festivals where I've had to pay. Like Coachella is a huge one. I pay that. You know, having to get an Airbnb out there, flight to Cali. Right. Yeah, it's um, up. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. But it's worth it. You know, like you prepare. You you do your research. You save up. Right. Um. And it's important to go it to these things lifestyle. because when you yeah. go to these certain venues like Coachella, and mm-hmm. I know like hashtags is a big deal like on social media, getting your brand out there. So if mm-hmm. you're like, oh, kill it at Coachella, here's a little video of you dancing. It's like hashtag Coachella, hashtag Well, that's definitely a goal of mine too <laughs> because a friend of mine, she shuffles and she gets paid to do it to basically travel around the world to all these festivals and do what she loves I hope free. you're she working with her. Yeah, I'm like, close with her. I am. You got to get me in on this deal. I like. also just partnered up with this company called Pollen, and basically, um, I promote their brand um, to go to festivals for free and get the experience that I've already been, you know, honored to experience for the past like year. Um, but basically, if I get my friends to buy tickets for any festival in the world. Um, they have a chance to basically experience the festival for free as well. And you, like, artists guests, like, um, meet and greets with the artists, um, a free gift card for the bar. Um, so it's a brand new company, so I'm actually going to start working with them a little bit because they see, you know, they see from my Instagram that I'm, like, invested into the community. Right. I have a lot of people who, you know, do festivals and they want to give back to those people who don't get to experience it like um, somebody who is friends with the DJs right. or, you know. Because it sounds like you've done a lot of networking mm-hmm. and created a lot of friends, like, all over the country and maybe even the world where you have mm-hmm. the opportunity to then link up with them and get, like Jared said, like have your friends get you into the these, connections these events, yeah. right? Connections are mm-hmm. huge, which is a huge advantage, yeah. definitely. Oh Absolutely. yeah. So, what's the vibe like at one of these events? Like, how different is it from, say, a rap concert or a rock concert? Or um, the production lights. Um, you know, you have lasers. <laughs> you have, um, you have the outfits of the community that you're around. Everybody's right. loving. Everybody, you know you know dresses for their um their favorite artist that is like playing you know they're decked out they have flags um so you don't lose your crew that you're with um you know they have light shows they have girls who are using hula hoops to do light shows um it's honestly just a different experience. Like it's its own like fantasy world. Mm. I love it. <laughs> it's literally it's, my it's, heaven on earth. Would you ever? You would never see like a fight or anything. Well, the, I mean, there's I'm sure it might some. happen, but it's, yeah. it can't be too common, right? No, nope. I haven't seen many fights, if or if any. I can't re- recall ever seeing a fight at a festival, to be mm. honest. 
Like you think of like a concert. Like I remember I was at a country concert this yeah. past summer, mm-hmm. and you know you feel like a country concert would be a place where it's relaxed and people are enjoying it. Everybody's drunk as shit. Yeah, people are getting <laughs> fucked up. But then you know there's slow songs on and stuff, and people are enjoying it with their friends and their girlfriends. Yeah, I saw this one dude almost smack a motherfucker's eyeball right out of his <laughs> at a country concert. Man, it's, I can't. Yeah. I feel like that yeah, vibe. Crazy. I feel like there's that's mm-hmm. there's not that kind of vibe. No, you definitely see a lot more fucked up like fucked up people at festivals like some i've seen like somebody seizuring and there's a lot of paramedics around for that reason because some people just take advantage of festivals and use it as an escape Mm -hmm. um but no it's definitely a good atmosphere Mm -hmm. everybody's up everybody's enjoying what's around Mm -hmm. them complimenting you like you if you go to a festival you literally even if you're a guy you'll have at least 20 people come up to you and say i love your outfit i love you know you're the most beautiful person i've ever seen in my life (laughs) and it's just so nice you know like the unity there is amazing right (laughs) one thing you had mentioned um, you talked about like the people hooping there and I, and I've seen it on Twitter too, like, like hooping and, and like you talked about like the light shows with your hands and yeah. things like that. Like it's not just shuffling that goes along with mm-hmm. EDM. There's a lot of other people that, that, oh, yeah. that express themselves through different ways. Have you thought about like hooping or, or doing anything uh, like that? No, not so much hooping. Um, I am trying to be a little more creative with my shuffling, um, maybe incorporate like, um, hip hop moves, like some like gliding some popping some so i'm trying to incorporate some hip-hop right. moves Create for sure yeah. yeah yeah just trying to be creative that's, good that's a big thing too like when people think of certain djs they look for their like you said their style and if you get you create your own style that's going to put you on the map that separates you from other dancers Definitely. shufflers Definitely. And that creates a, a better brand for you. Mm-hmm. I want to um, add some tumbling. Like, I can tumble. Why yeah. am I not adding it into the shuffle circle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Seems to like... shake my ass. Why am I not fucking twerking, you know? Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you need a lot of room for that. You well, t- move. Move out right. the way. You're fucking tumbling all the way down. Just a backflip, you know? Right. Throwing a backflip. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because you talked about you, you've been dancing your whole life. You mm-hmm. know, you, you seem Pure pretty well, well-rounded when it comes to dancing. And, and like Jared said, you got to be able to create your own style you know create your little yeah. your little niche yeah. that, that separates that new you thing to the table separates you from the others yeah you yeah. did competitive cheer right when you were younger um or? yeah i cheered for eight years um and did dance for three okay mm-hmm. so a lot of that has to fill into or i mean oh, yeah say people that don't have that background mm-hmm. you know you're able to put i'm assuming you're able to put a lot of those things into your your routine and what you're what you're trying to i guess express and do you see that a lot anywhere else? Like, are there people? There's got to be people that have some experience with it, like you. Mm-hmm. But do you see that as I don't know? I guess as as common as like the way that you have it, the the experience that you have. Do people wrap other experiences into their routines like that? Um. Yeah. Definitely. I know a lot of people who are like great at the moonwalk because they love Michael Jackson, right, you know, right, right. and they like put the moonwalk in their freestyle shuffle all the time. And it looks so sick. Like right. it looks like they're floating, you right. know, yeah, absolutely. and shuffling is supposed to look like that. You're supposed to look like you're gliding across the like ground, look right. effortless. Um, but one thing I will say is that's the unique thing about shuffling is that you don't need to have prior dance experience technique to shuffle. Right. And like if, like as a dancer, I did competitive dancing. 
um, and you had to do hip hop, contemporary, lyrical, um, ballet, um, jazz, tap, and you had to do that to be on the competition team. Right. And I'm just like, yo, I hate tap, I hate ballet. <laughs> and I don't use any of that technique when shuffling, you know, and right. shuffling is just another style of dance. And that's, I get that question a lot. Like, do you have to have like prior dance experience? I'm just like, hell no. Like you're stomping, you're like gliding, right. you know? Yeah, you gotta learn somewhere. You have to learn how to be light on your feet and like smooth, I guess. Mm -hmm. They are very complicated steps. Like it took me a, a while to even learn the basic um, Running Man. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember practicing myself. Like back in my in, in the basement, I mm -hmm. would. I used to. I had these old pair of shoes, and I would practice on my hardwood floor. And I felt like it was it would stick. Like mm -hmm. I fucking hate that. Like, especially because when you listen, you watch like these videos of guys shuffling. You're thinking, oh, the music's going in, you know, in the in the video, and you don't think you don't hear the scraping of the shoe. Right. And that would piss me the hell off. Yeah. So what I did is I duct taped the bottom of my shoes. <laughs> So, so I could slide, slide more, right. mm -hmm. and that was my niche. So that's yeah. how I oh learned. If you, if anybody's listening out there, try to duct tape the bottom of your shoes, man. It'll make you slide more, make you feel it more, make I'm you practice better. That. So. I'm gonna try that. I, I took I took a video on my old Verizon Voyager phone of me doing the Running Man for the first time. It's the funniest really? shit. In the world. Do you still have it? I, I still have the phone. It's probably on. You got The memory you gotta, card. You gotta find that, dude. It was so funny. I think it was like, oh, man iPath, like, didn't what was the shoe called? Yeah, iPath? iPath, I don't know what the hell it was called, but I, I was like, Dad, duct tape this shit. <laughs> Dad, duct tape I need to this learn shit. this. You know, that's whatever awesome. it takes, whatever it takes to learn that skill, whether you're dancing, uh, any sport you're competing in, yeah, do what it takes. I mean, learn, mm -hmm. learn as, as good as you can. I saw a video that you posted recently of you dancing on the beach, and it was interesting to see your footwork while you're on the beach where you have mm -hmm. where you don't really have. The ability to glide and and to slide yeah. like you would normally you got that do. Nice now. sand, nice Shit. sand. You don't hear your foot scraping on the yeah. sand. <laughs> you can glide nice on the sand too, right? I think uh, it wasn't difficult. I think it's, it's a nice um, flat Well, one, my feet were frozen. <laughs> yeah, it was, like it's literally, cold, it was, cold it was out, so, right? my feet felt like they were about to fall. <laughs> I had no sensation to my feet. That's it was funny. horrible. Um, but <laughs> it was a little more difficult to shuffle on the sand because. One, I didn't have shoes on, so I can't do the spins on my toes. Right. Um, and I don't have much ankle support. Right. So it, it does look a little different when you shuffle on the sand. Um, but I will say that gliding on the sand was easier. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> it created <laughs> that sure. nice illusion. So what kind of support are you getting from, like, friends and family? Is it good or is it... I mean, because I'm thinking... Yeah, it is supportive. I, I get so many messages, um, good and bad, honestly. Mm. But the good <laughs> yeah, of is... Course. There's always haters. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The good is very supportive. Um, they see that I'm, you know, doing what I love, regardless of um, the opinions of others. Right. And they see me as an inspiration um, to just do what you love. And that's what I like want to do most right now is just inspire people to not work the nine to five job that they hate and right. just go for what they love regardless of how retarded you look you right. know like mm -hmm. just not really caring about the other people's opinions but a lot of people like say also like tell me how much i've improved since they've right. been following me and it's on it's it's great it's good feedback mm -hmm. <laughs> well, i was thinking like you know you have a degree from a really good university mm -hmm. is there anybody that's like why the fuck aren't you using it oh yeah yeah. How um, long can this not go so on? much my family. I mean, 
my family is very supportive mm-hmm. um, with what I'm doing because they see and they see me practicing outside even during the cold you know like so they see I'm all about it right. um, but some friends um, and close relatives I would say are like get a job yeah like why are you using your degree and then they'll send me links like go on that here and apply check to this out. job right? I'm just like no <laughs> there's great health benefits with this one and right. I'm just I don't give a shit Right. Like, it's not what a, makes me happy. Right. Use it as a fallback plan. You exactly. Have a, you if I ever need it, I can use it. Well, and I can do so much with my degree. It's not just physical therapy, you know? It's medical sales. Right. Um, there's a lot there's that goes a lot it. with it. Absolutely. And, and, the, and the one thing, and we've talked about this in uh, in our past podcasts, but we're in, a, we're in a society today where that piece of paper, that degree, does not matter as nearly as much as it used to. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're in a time where people don't necessarily have to go to college to, to be successful in life because of things like social media. Oh, you yeah, know? And, definitely. And you being able to have that degree and, mm-hmm. and still being able to do what you love is a huge advantage because like Jared said, if it doesn't work out, you've got your fallback, fallback plan, oh, yeah. you know. Definitely. I think it'll work out And for I you. do think yeah. that. I'm just like, well, you know, if, if shuffling doesn't work out for me, then I do have my degree to fall right. back on. Right. But I just hope for the best <clears> and <throat> hopefully I can make something out of dancing. Absolutely. And if anything, you can, you know, find another passion. I know dancing exactly. is one of your major I things. Be a DJ. I mean, there's yeah, so yeah. many, I wanna be so many opportunities. To shuffle to my own damn music. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You, know? you, you could do both. You know, you could create your own music and then shuffle to it. You exactly. Know? I, I want to get up on stage. Yeah. I just want to make music for my shufflers. Yeah, absolutely. Know? And there's uh, there's such a vast community out there. Whatever you do. Right. Whatever, like, it could be golfing, underwater finger painting. Like, there's, there's anything. Right. You look at hashtag whatever, and there's gonna be a market for it. Right. So, mm-hmm. well, think about even ten years ago. Was there a market for this really? Hell no. Ten years ago? I mean, I'm sure. No it was, shot. I'm no. sure. And Especially it was with there. the platform that she has now with social right. media. Right. Well, I'm sure you shuffling be, existed ten to, years ago, yeah. right? I couldn't but, imagine. Yeah, no, it definitely existed. Media. People were, you know, practice it. Um, but I would say there was a demand for it, like, not until two years ago, I feel like, okay. until I really started seeing people pursue it and get gigs out of it, you know, right. like. Start to make a living. Now there's, like, shuffling taken its own style and, like, creating, you know, creating something out of it similar to, like, hip-hop dancers where, you know, they're backup dancers for, Taylor Swift, Chris Brown, you know? Right. So now mm-hmm. maybe it'll expand to be like backup dancers for Charmy. DJ. Yeah, you know? DJs and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Yes, though. And travel with them, go mm-hmm. see the world. Cool. Right? Exactly. I would love that. I think that's really neat. That's a dream. It seems like it's like a new culture, and you seem like kind of like a little bit of a pioneer of it. Because, I, like I said, I've never seen the things that you're doing on social media before. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm hmm. Because, you know, like, sometimes in my head I feel like, oh, shit, like, it's very competitive right now. Like, there's so Mm -hmm. many shufflers out there. I Mm -hmm. have no chance. But then, like, hearing, like, exactly that from people is just, like, reassuring that, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, like, there are still so many people out there who don't know shuffling. And they're, you know, they're intrigued by it when they see somebody shuffling. So I I love to hear that, Mm -hmm. honestly, because sometimes I, like, get self-doubt i'm like yo like i'm too far out of the game like there's some like real experts out there yeah. i'm still learning you yeah. know like yeah. i'm still trying to become great um but it takes time you gotta start somewhere passionate yeah. passionate yeah. dedication you know it's, yeah. it's so funny like you're going back to like the old mentality of like probably like our parents like yeah 
like even like my dad the other day is like, so uh, what are you gonna do with this podcast? And I'm like, what's your end goal? I was just like, you know what? We we know we want to be big. And right. it's just like, oh, like, you can't really make money at it. And it's such, like, a BS mentality. Yeah. And so when people tell you that you can't do something, mm-hmm. just shout it up their ass. Yeah, you know <laughs> why you're starting. Just, like, just keep going. Right, absolutely. You know, just like, have that tunnel it, tunnel vision. If you got, like, a little niche, you're passionate, just keep freaking going for it. And it'll the universe will bend for you exactly. as long as you put the work in. And the best way to Any, get back at them yeah, is by being successful, you Yeah. Know? Any exactly. market you go. You told so, me I couldn't do it. I'm going to show you I can. Right, exactly. Keep knowing you. Thank you. So. Well, one question I had, um, when it comes to promoting, it popped into my head a few minutes ago. Like, do you promote your stuff on on Instagram, I should say? Because you're, you're you're able to pay for promotions on, on Instagram. Do you pay for promotions to get your name out there? Um, yeah. So I'll, I, I do, like, one video, like, every month or so. Um, just because I know, like, a sh- it'll show, like, this video is promoted. But I right. usually do it, like, for a video that I know is great. Right. And it needs that exposure right. um, to a wider range. So I'll invest, like, $10 into a one-day promotion for a video that I think is really good of mine. And it will get the views. Right. Unfortunately, I'm still, like, learning how to promote right. and to the right, like, audience. Because, right. like, the last video I promoted got, like, 30,000 views, but then it was, like, most of, like, people in, ba- like, Bali. I was like, what? <laughs> like, Different country. Why? Right. And, like, wow. so I'm still, like, learning to, like, like knit, like... Find that work. Yeah. Right. yeah. That is difficult because we've been looking into that yeah, a lot, well. too. Mm-hmm. It is hard, but... But yeah, I mean, you should be promoting if, you know, you should always be promoting Absolutely. your brand. And, it, and I, you said $10 for one, for one day. That's relatively cheap, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to get your brand out there on, on Instagram, at least, you know, just for a one day post. That seems well worth it, you know, because mm-hmm. there's a, plenty of people on Instagram, Instagram, you know, I think it's like 1 billion oh, yeah. users Definitely. on Instagram. Definitely. And then hashtags are huge. Right. Yeah, so for uh, finishing up, what would be your best advice for someone that's, you know, not everybody's as confident to, mm-hmm. you know, go out, oh, I'm going to record myself and mm-hmm. post this all over Instagram because it's obviously a lot of people that will say, oh, you fucking suck, you're stupid, you're ugly, <laughs> all this crap. So what's your best advice for someone that's like teetering, like, hey, I think I want to do this, but I'm kind of scared. Just to go for it. Honestly, it does come down to the confidence and knowing what you have to offer and what you're capable of. And if you really love something and you're willing to put in the work for it, then go for it without looking back. Mm Take that leap of faith. Yeah. You heard it here Jared, first. We, we talked about it the other day, dude. Big dick energy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Exactly. Or that, that right there. Yeah. Right there. So, shoot it. Shoot that shot. Lauren, I want to thank you for coming on and joining us on this podcast. It was a great time. Thank mm-hmm. you. Did for you have fun? Me. I did. Awesome. I did. You got to tell your story a little bit, right? Yeah, I did. It felt good. I love talking about it. I could talk about it all day. day. (laughs) I don't even know how long we've been on this. And now's your opportunity to promote yourself. So tell us your Instagram handle, Twitter, anything you got. Say it. All right. My Instagram is at Lauren Carrazza, C-O-R-A-Z-Z-A. And my Twitter is at A-Y-Y. It's Lala. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there you go folks yeah. you heard it here mm-hmm. up and coming right. dancer lauren carraza hey. check her out Guys out i think that wraps it up this is not safe for work podcast uh we'll be posting sunday what is that the sixth yeah sunday the sixth 
Um, we get a great special guest today, Lauren Carraza, and we'll be bringing new episodes soon.